0: What's going on? This is JLS from Nick of Time Show, here giving you that Knicks talk just in the nick of time. And listen, man, we won two games in a row. The Knicks are back. And better than ever, Tom Thibodeau has us playing at a higher level. And we're going to celebrate and we're going to talk about it. But first, let me introduce you to my peoples. You know the deal, man. First and foremost, we have Mr. Reliable. Man, the myth, the legend that got the stats and facts. Ryan G is in the building. Damn right, he's in the building. All right. And now we also have newest member of the K.O.T., <laughs> the raw metaphor, Mr. Raw Hero Remnant. What's going on in the building? Good to be on the KOT crew in my rookie year. Yeah, <laughs> this. If, if if you were a rookie in the KOT team, you would be uh Emmanuel Quickly. <laughs> 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 Uh, <laughs> all right so you know let me start off the show by saying this Knicks have won two in a row right and i i want to set the tone for the people watching because we have a, a road trip coming and nicks fans right now at this time we all feel good because we won two in a row Well, let me remind you this is supposed to be a rebuilding year so right so yes look at wins and losses but also look at the progress of the team and the progress of the individuals to, to decide if this team is being successful or not in its long-term goals all right because you feel good right now but that road trip might have you switch and i want we've been hearing all these fire tom Thibodeau stuff rj's a bum ooh. it's like chill just chill take a breath we going in the right direction and we'll be fine, we'll be fine. The team is moving in the right direction, okay? All right, cool. Now, now to get it out that way, let's talk about something that we all need to talk about because you know, RJ had a rough game of the season, but he has recently come on. Uh, As you can see, we just finished beating the the Magic, right? Today in the grind out game, the back-to-back so you guys, I'm going to start off with Raw. Tell me, what did you like about that Magic game? And what can you tell me about um, RJ Barrett's performance
1: in that game? Well, the Knicks, it was a grit and grind type of game. A kind of a game that, in, again, in past years, recent years, we would lose. Especially, we talked about Terrence Ross started hitting his shot. And they came back from 14 down. That's a game that we would normally set up to lose. But it's a different game team a different coaching staff and so they were able to grind this out this was a this was like in terms of development this was a growth This was a win to help a team grow they, that they can know they can hang on to when they could grind one out ugly and win and so overall that was good uh, rj is playing smarter and that he's with his jump shot is not going was like 0 for four from three today Mm-hmm. obviously he was going to the basket and he was going to the basket with, with authority. And so uh between that and and as Thibodeau said, if your shot is not going, there are other ways you can influence winning. And RJ, as as we noticed, he's been influencing winning not only by going to the basket, not only by playing good defense, but by a rebound. Uh-huh. Double figure, boy so so. I, I'm really liking RJ's development. He's doing what we would expect him to do as a number two overall, or number three overall pick, and, and and he's getting better. And the exciting thing is he's going to continue to get better. So I I like what I'm seeing here. Let's pause for a second.
0: This episode was brought to you by Manscaped. All right, fellas, Valentine's Day is on the way. You want to make sure down there is clean fair and square Manscaped Trimmer 2.0. It does not nick your knickers. It doesn't grab your hairs. It has an LED light. So you can see what's going on down there. It is waterproof and is guaranteed to make your lady happy. Alright? So definitely pick up the Trimmer 2.0. And also my personal
2: recommendation
0: and Ryan backs me up. The ball deodorant.
2: <laughs> exactly I've been using the ball deodorant since even even before this whole sponsorship I've been using but the ball deodorant it works great it works well the ladies you know if that moment comes the ladies go down there and they're satisfied <laughs> it smells nice and good so go get you some <laughs> go, get,
0: go get you some
2: All right. Yes. Uh,
0: man, go to bandscape.com and get 20% off and free shipping with the code KOT alright that is 20% off and free shipping with code KOT if you go to manscaped.com. And you know what? If you trim down there, sh- send all before and after pictures to Ryan's Gmail account at Ryan... Okay, oh, no, no, no,
2: no, 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 <laughs> no.
0: All right, never mind. KOT, that is the code. Yeah, exactly. He's averaging over seven rebounds a game. <laughs> As a Knicks shooting guard, we've been getting on him because we've been saying, yo, Julius needs help. Julius needs help. Um, Guys have been getting at him on Twitter, and he stepped up, man. Like, after having a clunker of a game, 11 points versus Charlotte with 27% field goal percentage, he followed that with a 20-point game, shooting at 46%, five rebounds. Another 20-point game, shooting at 58% a 19-point game, shooting at 45%, and a 22-point game. And the last two the last two games was a double-double. 19 points, 11 rebounds, and 22 points and 10 rebounds. So, RJ Barrett, it seems like he's taking a step, man. What else can you tell me about RJ in this game, I'm Ryan?
2: Um, Well, the one thing I'll say about RJ is that I just like how at the moment, he's just mixing his game up, you know. Like he's not just taking; he's just not settling for jumpers. You know, he's trying to find ways to get to the lane, get to the basket. Like I even seen him take a pull-up jumper today, and I was like, yeah. "Yo, I was like, Yo, where's that been?" So I mm-hmm. just like the fact that RJ's he's he's I think he's figuring it out at the moment. Like he can't just settle for jumpers like he was, you know, during you know during the streak when he was like kind of culturing from the field, mm-hmm. and he's and he's starting to learn, like you know what. For me to get my points, I'm going to have to do different things to you know just to keep the defense honest and not just bail out the defense by just selling for just three point shots and deep twos all the time. Nah, exactly. You, you know what's interesting? I'm, it looked like you want to say something, bro. Did you want to say
0: anything? No, yeah. no, no. Okay, cool, cool. So the interesting thing about RJ Barrett and his shooting scats because I have it to, to open, clean the glass, and look at some of these stats and. He hasn't really been shooting well this season. Now, he's been shooting better than last season because right now he's at 40%. But if you're looking at the areas of the floor, he's, he hasn't really shot well from at the rim. Only in the 6 uh, you know, 6%. Uh, I mean, dead last at the rim, uh, only shooting 41% at the rim, 3% at the rim, and a 30% at the short mid-range. Um, at 3, he's only shooting 23%. But the only glimmer of hope seems to be the long mid-range. He's in the 50th percentile and shooting the long mid-range, shooting at 35% clip. And he said he's been working on that shot. Um, we've all been saying that, you know, some people have been saying that he needs to open that mid-range game up to get to the next level. And if he improves anywhere in the floor, most dramatically, it looks like that first glimmer of hope where he can be at least league average, mm-hmm. which he is right now or higher would be the long mid-range. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: And we saw examples of that today. When the Knicks and the Magic went on a fast break, R.J. Barrett immediately, you know, he would have usually ran into the triple team and tried to get a layup. Nah. He, he dribbled, stopped at the foul line, and pulled up for a mid range jumper and drilled it. <laughs> Which was well,
1: one time, one time he pulled it out too. He, he came in and he pulled it back. Now, he did one time, did go into a triple team, but mm. he got bailed out. But he used that was just one time, and that's much better than last year. But he is definitely making better decisions uh, on the floor. And so, again, I, I just remember the kid's 20. He's yeah. doing really good. He's making very good decisions on the floor. He's playing heavy minute. Um, He's been. Pretty you know, not going with him. He's been pretty durable. Yeah, I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's been pretty durable. You know, so you know, so he, he, he's he's a strong kid. And and so if he continues to to do that, I mean, um I he's to me, he's a gamer, you know. So if we did ever get to play off contention, I'm very comfortable going to battle with Archie Barry. So I, so I think we'll be in good shape with him. He's doing very well. Yeah, I, I would love
0: to see him in, in, in playoff tension as well. I want to see what he does because he, he doesn't seem to fear the moment, you know? Uh, other things I think he needs to work on is the handle because he had some yeah. <laughs> some notable missteps this week.
2: Yeah, especially that Cleveland game.
0: Yeah, the Cleveland yeah. game. He he tried to, you know, game was on the line. I will say people were killing him that game, but he, he shot well that game.
2: Yeah, he did. He, he hit
0: all his free throws. I mean... He's had a few games where he shot, you know, four for four, three-throw line. He's, that's improved. Um, but he 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 bounced the ball between his legs and caused a turnover. And he did it the game right after that. Um, and people are saying, you know, he shouldn't do that. Stop dribbling so much. He's been practicing it. Yeah, You know, I'm going to let him try it. I'm, I'm, every now and again, I want to see it. Let's just see if it works. Like, if it he's doesn't work, pull it
1: back. Yeah. Work on he's it in, in the gym. Yeah, he's still in development. So, I mean, this is him. This is him still developing.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. And I'm, and I don't recall if he made a shot or not. But there was a play in the game against Orlando where he actually did a pretty nifty move with the basketball when he was driving to the basket and went behind the back. Right, you in in, in in traffic, and I'm like, you know, for someone to do that, you have to have really good handles to even attempt to do that. So
0: yeah, and they call yeah. it offensive foul on that move, which I think was bull. Yeah, I don't, but like I think, you know, he, he he's getting some he's getting some pushback from fans on why this handle, but he's made a few nice moves with his handles. I mean, he's not 100, percent but it's coming along, and. Yeah. It's funny too because I'm starting to notice um, certain things from um, Tom Thibodeau where they're using RJ. I f- I feel like they're starting to use him as a primary playmaker in short spurts a little bit more, you know? Because, which game was it? Not the Orlando game. What was the game before the Orlando game? Having- My memory is getting crazy right now. In um, the f- it wasn't the Orlando game. The game before the Orlando game. It was the, the Celtics, start, right? Huh? Celtics, right? The Celtics game. Sorry, the Celtics, yeah, Celtics game. The beginning yeah. of the third quarter, RJ had the ball in his hands at the top of key, and he was and he was actually the one making the plays. And the Knicks did like they, they they Knicks scored like three straight times with the ball in RJ's hands starting that quarter. So who was the point
1: guard when he was playing it? Who was
0: playing? Who was the point guard while he was out there? Like he was Alfred Payton. It was Alfred Payton, but Alfred Payton was playing more of an off ball role. Not for the whole quarter, but just that stint, like that, like a two or three minute stint. So you starting to think, you are, you know, Tom Thibodeau, you know, and these coaches, they like to grow players out slowly. You wondering if that's part of um growing RJ out a little slower, having him have elite, even more playmaking
1: duties. You know what I mean? I think it's something that should happen. On the fly, organic. Like today, as I mentioned, like um, it looked like Orlando adjusted to quickly, and at that time, quickly was seemed a little bit like he was forcing the issue. But that's a situation where I give R. J. the ball and let quickly go off the ball Mm. because they're W. So give R. J. the ball, and now R. J. becomes the de facto playmaker while he's on the floor quickly goes off the ball while they're doubling him because in that scenario, RJ moves the ball very well and, and and when you're seeing Alfred Payton get open shots that he can't hit, well, quickly would hit those shots. So, so you know, that's why I'm saying it should be something that's organically happening in the flow. Uh, I wouldn't like put RJ and say, you're the point guard. Here. Right. I would say if, if they're doubling quickly uh, or RQ cube they're doubling you, get the ball to RJ and now you go, you move it out basketball.
0: Yeah, and, and good point, Raw, because um today, you know, quickly was, was handing into the magic. He was he was floater nation, man. That floater was go Ooh, like- yes. <laughs> yes. Yes.
1: yes.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Dang of beauty. That second quarter, I think the Knicks scored twenty-eight points in yes. that second quarter, largely because quickly could not be stopped by the no. time the third quarter came. Uh, it was Ugly City. <laughs> no. You know what? No. <laughs> By the time the third quarter came, the Knicks actually pushed the lead in the third quarter of the match game, yeah. right? Yeah,
1: they, 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 made they, a they run. They, they made a run.
0: Right. In the third quarter, it opened it up a little bit. hmm But the the young unit didn't get back into the game into the fourth quarter. After, you know, after playing well in the second quarter, and I feel like they kind of got in cold. And once they got in cold and those guys started to press those guys, I feel like the combination of the defense adjusting to quickly because, you know, they adjusted quickly. What were you saying they was doing a quickly roll? Because
1: you mentioned it earlier. He's trying to get the ball out of his hands. So what he would do, what, what he does, he, when he brings the ball up, he's very good at dribbling around the pressure. So mm-hmm. he'll back up while he's dribbling and get around the pressure. And sometimes even he, he uses that to get to the basket and do the floater.
0: Yeah, a little retreat dribble.
1: Yeah. Adjustment, he kept trying to back up out of the pressure, and then he was getting stuck. And he, and then it would waste nine seconds on, on the shot clock, and we end up taking a bad shot. So instead of that, when they, when he saw the adjustment, he should have gotten rid of the ball very quickly, no pun intended, to, and let RJ direct the offense or even get it to Julius at at the pinch post and let him direct the offense from that spot and then move it out the next Like I said, that's something that's part of a rookie growth and I think that he's going to make the adjustments. They're going to look at film. That's one thing I love about these young guys under Thibodeau. They look at the film and they make the adjustments. So I think that they're going to do that. But that's what happened today. So When he came back, after he was killing them in that second quarter, they came out and they made sure that he got rid of the ball. The Knicks would do that more, but they made sure the ball got out of his
2: right.
1: hands. He used to let it go, and then when he would, you know, t- the, the shot clock is down to ten seconds, and we're getting a bad shot. You know, so mm. um, he has to get that ball up once they realize, once he realized they're doubling him, just just give it up. It's just that he's so good at, you know, his handle is tight. Yeah, he's, yeah,
2: he's, he's,
1: him, he's confident he can get around them. but they were ready for him. You know, in that fourth quarter.
2: Yeah, yeah, they were.
0: Yeah, that's a coaching thing too. But you know, you know what time is. Tom doesn't like to to, to um, trust the the rookies and, and those guys. So mm-hmm. I, I don't blame him. We got the win, right? We got the win. So I don't want to complain too much. But you yeah. know, when when the when that second unit came in, the fourteen point lead that we had in the beginning of the third fourth quarter evaporated very quickly.
1: No point intended. But, yeah, <laughs> no, but you know what? I was even though. That when I saw Alfred Payton get off the bench, I said, "No, don't take him on. Don't take him on. Don't take him on." Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I was like, Let him play through it. Let him play through it. Let him play through it. <laughs> I was thinking the same but, thing. But, I, but in my heart, I knew he was going to do that because, like I said, he—I have never heard of him giving a rookie point guard that much latitude. But even with with there's a limit. So I will say yeah. this though, and I'll oh, go ahead.
2: No, I was just going to say that I think in this game, he was justified for doing it just for the simple fact that Peyton was not playing bad this game. Peyton was actually yeah. playing kind of decent, so I was like, okay, you know, since IQ is kind of struggling with the defense at the moment, it's like, okay, take him out the game, let Peyton, see, you know, see if he can continue his, you know, good form to try to close out the game or whatnot. Yo, Peyton, Peyton even, that, that, that I jumped out of oh, my yeah. chair. Did you see when Peyton
0: <laughs> went down Broadway and throws in the air, this, and behind the back, <laughs> Yeah. and
2: then
0: back,
1: ooh, I was like, yeah, yeah, he was going. He was playing good today. I yeah. think he had an edge on because it was Orlando. But I, he was oh, yeah. good. not only that, I think he he felt like he can abuse Cole Anthony. He wasn't gonna let a rookie. And he did, you know,
0: Kathy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's Cappy's Ka-
1: man. <laughs> oh, is that right? We should have got Cole Anthony. Yeah, he was he was putting the hurt on Cole. So that, that's why. I felt like he felt very, you could see it. He was very confident he can get to the rim against Cole. Nah, you're right. I will say this, though.
0: Tom is kind of sneaking minutes in with Quickly in the starter unit because you know what he did? I don't know if you noticed, but he subbed all of the second unit out and then left Quickly in. And left Quickly in, yeah. <laughs> and yep. he subbed them out eventually, but he
1: let them play for like a two-minute spurt. No, he's he's grooming him, man. There's no question he's grooming him. He's not grooming him fast enough for Nick fans, but right. he's grooming
0: him. He's yeah. definitely grooming him. he's definitely grooming them. So I think I think the change is coming. You think it, I think it's it's my E coming, yo. It's just um yeah. a matter of time. And yeah. I think Tom even mentioned it in an interview how he he hasn't had the full team yet to really mix and match, but I think at some point he will start to. At least that's what it seemed like he was alluding to. Mm-hmm. And he did also mention he, he wants to see Quickly and Payton together, which I, I don't want to see. But
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't know why he just said that. I mean, you know, don't do I mean, he,
2: he did play both of them together for, like, a short, like, two-minute stint or whatever in this game, though.
1: Yeah, you're right. You're right. But I'm, I'm, I'm thinking you're going to see it organically because, you know, like the Cleveland game and then the Boston game, you're going to see Emmanuel perform like that. you know. And then, like I said, he's going to look at the film. I don't think he's the type of kid that's going to keep making the same mistakes. He's going to look at the film, realize what he has to do. He's going to get better. And then it's going to become obvious. Like, you know what? You got to play this guy. Because he's going to be in the fourth quarter winning a game for us. And then they're going to...
0: Absolutely. Okay. With the way he's scoring at will in these chunks of games, you're just not going to be able to hold him out. Like, when you're looking at his points... I mean, he scored three points versus Charlotte, which is bad. But I just feel like... You know, we talked about this earlier this week. Raw, him and RJ was probably practicing. We saw the video yep. practicing yep. in New York, and after that, they started going on a rampage. It was 19 That's points right. from the, right. after that, three assists, then a 23 point game, four assists, then a 17 point game after that. Yep, yep. and yep. it looked easy. You made it look easy. Yeah, he makes he makes that floater look easy. Man. Well, man, listen, it makes me go, man. When I get back in the gym, because you know it's quarantine, <laughs> haven't played. I'm 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 going to practice my
1: floater, y'all. I I
0: need need to... (laughs) This is dangerous.
1: This is probably a thousand point guards in the five boroughs now saying, oh, I'm going to add that to my game.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly, yo. Especially for the ones who are short of stature, like I. Yeah. You know, yeah. five, five, seven gang was going on. Five, seven gang. I need, I need that floater in the tug. You
1: know, the yeah, trees. That's, just, that's the IQ thing. And New York does that when there's a star. I remember when back in the day when Bernard King was killing. Everybody was BK on the court, man. Everybody was BK. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> got it. Yeah, he
0: got it just again. Got it just again. All right. Words. Shout out to IQ And the Knicks. All right. Um. Yo, this is a notable news this week, right? this Is a good time to talk about it since the like the hype has died down. I don't really talk about when the hype is there, <laughs> right? The Nets made a move for James Harden. Uh, I feel like some people panicked, they did, right? Uh, looking around like, oh my gosh, it's over, da, 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 da. and you know, you know, the news cycle, you know, the yeah. news cycle. Pundits are getting high. James Harden, you know, I get it though. They should be high. These big stars going to the Nets, but mm-hmm. we are the New York Knicks. We're running our race, right? Yeah. So, I guess my question to you guys is: With the outlook of this team, do you feel like we should? Is is it more pressure on us to make a move now, or do you still feel like you know what, we'll just stay the course, keep keep it moving?
1: Well, if it was oh. if it was a few years ago. I would be nervous because James Dolan would want to make a move just to keep up with the Nets. But we have our own game plan, we have our own long term outlook, and we don't care what the Nets do. That's their business. We we have a plan, so we're developing our youth, we're developing our team, and and I like that better. I mean, to me, I, I don't I look I don't like a a guy that. That wears fat suits and has all kinds of things. <laughs> just to get out, of, just to get out of a team that he signed a contract to play for, and they and they paired him with. He has been paired with. Uh, he has played with Kevin Durant before he, when he was in Oklahoma City. He, he has paired with Russell Westbrook. He has paired with with Chris Paul. And so the common denominator is he's been on all of those teams and they haven't won. So I I don't know. I, I'm just. I'm not high, I, you know. They're gonna go and they're gonna score. They're gonna look good, and the NBA has to make money, so they're gonna put them on every national TV game. I like my. I, I'll take my chances with the with the guys I got. I
0: agree. How about you, Ryan? I know Ryan is a guy. When when he, when he Ryan likes to look for the stars, you know. I know Ryan. I know. Been, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ryan likes. Ryan, Ryan is like, get me the man. <laughs> who can put the ball in the hole on his team. Oh, is that Ryan? Straight, Ryan? That's, yeah. that's how, I know how Ryan thinks. he be doing shows for a minute, right? right? <laughs> All right. So I'm really curious to see what Ryan's is on this. All
2: right, so yes, James Harden has gone to the Brooklyn Nets. Yes, the Nets have Kevin Durant and James Harden. The way they've looked so far, especially that first game against um, Orlando that they played and they, and they had no practice time, whatever the case may be. And they look Really good together. The Nets look like they're going to be a contender for you know to get to the NBA Finals. I don't know if I don't know if they'll beat the Lakers, but they're they're going to be a contender. But here's my thing. I just don't want the Knicks to do any hasty moves just to keep up with the Nets. Like like, look, it is what it is. The Nets did their thing. They got their franchise in order to where they were able to sign you know, big-name free agent eventually trade for another big name and put their team together. I just have a feeling that if the Knicks try to keep up with the Joneses, per se, and, tr- and try to, you know, make a hasty trade for a big-name superstar, that's going to probably mess up the franchise for years to come. So it's like, at this point, it's like, it is what it is. The Nets are good. Let them be good. Yep. Let the Knicks stay the course, do what they're doing, right. and eventually that time will come where Either one, they might draft a superstar, or two, they'll gather enough assets to where they'll they'll look out for the next, you know, superstar that wants out, and then they can make that trade, and then, you know, things can turn around for the Knicks then. But right now, like, it is what it is. The Nets are good. Knicks just stay the course.
1: I'm 100% agree with Ryan, 100%. That's exactly right. So we have two draft picks in this draft. We have one the following year. Then we got another possible two the year after that. The chances of us either with Tom Thibodeau, even de- developing one of these young cats into a superstar or picking one and developing them is very high. So we can either get one, or if they're all like supporting players that are good, we can trade them for a superstar. You know, so I, I like what we're doing. We're in a very good position. I, but right now, the cake is not even baked yet. So let's just let it cook for a minute before we start. Just let them, like you said, let the Nets do what they do. That's their business. they over there in Brooklyn, let's do what they do. But we got to do what we do. We, right now, we we developing our players, and we looking, we looking to, to develop a superstar. That's the best way to get one. Mm,
0: yeah. I, I like how you put that, Raw, because, see, this is this is why Raw is, is rookie of the year, right? Because <laughs> Raw sets you off with the easy segue. Speaking of developing superstars, right? <laughs> Giving you assists like you IQ. All right. Speaking of developing the superstars, right? <laughs> We've had a guy here who looks like a potential all-star in Julius Randle. He's averaging, you know, over 20 points a game, over 10 rebounds, 35% from three, more willing passer. All-around game is better. Um, we've had problems with him with a defensive end. That's been the biggest problem so far. You saw it in this Orlando game. He's dead tired, no gas. But when the game was on the line, what did he do? He ran out, blocked a three-point shot, <laughs> and still competed on the defensive and play after play after play, despite his bad work, Right. So, and it seems like there's still this trade Randall debate happening. Some people still are dead, f- want to trade him by the deadline. My question to you is, is that even still the right move? And would, would, would this be different if we drafted Randall? Because I'm I listen, I'm looking at KP, right? Sorry to open old wounds, but Serge, I was on, I was, I was on uh Nick's Fan TV and he he just he just opened the old wound for me, man. He, <laughs> he just did. The word he used was what was this? Porzingis, Porzingis? I forgot the word it was. But he was pretty much saying it would be a mistake to trade Julius Randle, a mistake with Porzingis, Porzingis proportions or something like that, <laughs> right? <laughs> when we traded Chris Stass Porzingis in that year, he was averaging 22 points a game.
2: <laughs> All right.
0: Only six rebounds and he was only shooting, you know, what? He was shooting 39% from three. But, you know, 43% for the field, which is eh. You know, yeah. he's never really been an efficient shooter, but we saw the defensive potential. Knicks fans at that time—if you would have asked them—the next year they would have maxed him.
2: Yeah.
1: No, I, I would have maxed him that year. All right. I would have maxed him. I would. I, I, I would have maxed him. I was kind of disappointed they traded him. I, I would. not You know, if, if he came in my office and his brother was talking all that trade me, I'd have said no. Yeah. No. So. And I, I, I would tell him straight up, we can't get equal value for you. I'm sorry,
2: we're not trading. exactly.
0: So being that Julius Randle's numbers are better than that and it's contributing to winning, is it weird that
1: people want to trade him, but they want to well, Max KP? Well, you got you got to do this. You, I think that they're looking at it wrong. You can't look at it versus KP stats like NBA 2K. KP is fragile. Julius Randle is something, okay? He's not going to be hurt, That number one. Number two, you can't look at it versus KP. I think, you know, we know Knicks are just getting off crack. And so <laughs> they're <were this> recovery. <laughs> they're just coming and But some of our children are crack babies. And so, and so they still want to just, you know, every second we're thinking of the next trade we can make. Let's trade the whole team and get, you know, Bradley Bill right now. Let's trade everybody, get Bradley Bill. No, you have to think more rationally. You To me, you ask the question like this Take Julius Randle's name out of You got a guy that doesn't miss games because of injury. He's averaging 23 points a game. He's averaging 11 boards a game. He's a career 2010 guy. He's he's averaging six assists a game. And he's probably going to be an all-star for you at age 26 this year. So now you got a 26-year-old player, an all-star player, a 2010 guy. That they don't grow on trees, those type of guys. They yeah. don't grow on trees. So you, you don't, you don't, you're not even talking about drafting a guy this year that could be Julius Randle. You have Julius Randle. So now, what are you willing to get? What do you want in exchange for a 26 year old four man that's an all star and a 2010 guy? Tell me what you can get that's equal value for him, and then we could talk. But if there's right. if there's nothing out there, unless you're getting Anthony Davis. Or you're getting into the Cukor, or you're getting uh, Luca Doncic, you're getting something like that. Okay, I can understand that. But outside of those top tier players, Julius Randle right now is, is, is in his position, and I, I think I, I mean, you know, I might sound crazy, but at the fourth spot, I don't think there's five or six players better than him right now at, at that spot right now. So if you he mean he's probably like I'd say conservatively, he's probably the eighth best, and I'm being conservative, the eighth best four in the league right now. So if that's the case, I'm not trading him unless I can get somebody of equal value or at least give me a bunch of draft picks and young players that might. Like, if you're talking Denver, all right, give me Michael Porter Jr., give me your number one pick, and then we'll talk about what else we want. But that's how I'm starting the conversation, see? So mm-hmm. other than that, don't talk to me because I don't want – there's nothing else you got that I want. Draft picks at all is not going to do. It. I need some play. I need somebody that's going to come in and give me at least that potential to be Julius Randle.
2: But yeah. I don't see that guy out. There. I agree. I, I, man. I agree, Hall. Yeah. Um, just just to add right quick, um, because you have to look at it this way. Like I think I I think I kinda understand how Knicks fans are thinking because of Nick, because I think Knicks fans are stuck on just accumulating draft picks and things of that nature and building the team through the draft, or either getting all these draft picks and training for a superstar eventually in the future. But you have to think of it this way, and it's like Ross said. The only, the only way I would agree with trading Julius Randle is, like, say, for example, the Knicks just fall off a damn cliff and they just start losing, yeah. like, 10 in a row or something like that. Then it's like, all right, you know, Julius Randle's our most prized asset. All right, let's see what we can get for him. And then we're going to try to build a team through the draft or get more draft picks and see if we can get a superstar player in the future. But my thing is that with the Knicks cur- the, with the way the Knicks are currently playing, the Knicks are 7-8 at the moment. Say when the trade deadline comes, the Knicks are still at that 500 mark what's really the point of trading Julius Randle at that point? Because it's like the team has a chance to go to the playoffs. And it's like, from that point on, it's like, okay, we have a solid piece already in Julius Randle. So why not try to build a team from that, seeing that this team can potentially go to the playoffs and maybe even make some noise. So it's like, you can't just think about it as, okay, you know, we have this prize asset, you know, let's just trade him away or whatever the case may be. Like, no, if the Knicks are playing good with this player, you keep them and see what yeah. you can do with that player and build around them.
1: And, and, and the way he's playing, I can see him continuing, continuing in this trajectory for at least four more seasons. So now you're talking about he's 30. You got RJ that'll be 24. You have 25-year-old Emmanuel Quickly. And whoever else you draft this year, you can have a real championship team building around this guy. You know, so... I don't trade him unless, like I said, unless I'm getting a guy that's going to guarantee me, you know, like you give me Kevin Durant or you give me somebody that I, he's going to guarantee me I'm at least the eighth seed, and I'm going to go better when I bit more plays around. Other than that, don't, I don't want to talk to you about about Julius Randle because he's right now too valuable to us.
0: Yeah. I w- if it was something like a young prospect who it looks like he's on the cusp plus picks.
1: Yeah. Yeah
0: then maybe I would think about it. But it's funny because I feel like if we were the, I feel like if if, if Julius Randle was on another team, I feel like there'd be rumors about the Knicks being interested in trading for Julius Randle. Yes. <laughs> 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 That's exactly, right. That's like, exactly. And, and people would be saying, Come on, let's just trade for Julius Randall. Let's go to two exactly. number 1,
1: Like,
0: I, I feel like if Zach Levine was on the team. Yeah. And Julius Randall was on the Bulls. <laughs> Julius Randle is causing double teams. That Zach Levine is shooting well, man. but he doesn't make anybody better. Do, really, I feel like that would be the conversation.
2: <laughs> that would be a conversation.
1: <laughs> That's exactly right. That would be a conversation. But, I mean, Knicks yo, fans I, hate their own players. They just hate their own players.
0: Yeah, I think Knicks fans always want the the next best thing, yeah, or yeah. the next thing, and sometimes it's hard to recognize when the thing is in the building and when it's not because we've just been losing for so long.
1: Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's just like, you know, fans, some of the fans, just yeah. a bit, a bit, you, know, you know, stay the course, don't panic. Take
0: exactly. The hands Be- because now they're running out of, because now they excuses, because the first excuse was they can't keep that up. That's the first yeah. excuse, right? right? He can't keep it up. Now, if he's keeping it up, now the excuse is, well, he's going to cost too much money. That's the next excuse. Even if
1: that was the case, right, you still got him locked up for another season. Right. Yeah. But so we don't need to think about doing it. If we were really considering trading him, you don't want to talk about that till next year's trade deadline. Yeah. You don't need to think about that right now. Because if he continues playing, even like, which I think he will, if he continues to play like this, next year's trade deadline, how many playoff teams want Julius Randle? You know, coming uh, down. Yeah. To and at yeah. that point, we can capitalize. We can. Yeah, that's what you can capitalize. But you don't need to think about that this year. You got him locked up for this year and next year.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's why we have a team option for. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> he's year, and he's actually, if he continues playing like this, he's actually underpaid.
0: Ex- exactly. Yeah, it's true that, true, true. Exactly. So I will keep him. I-, I would try to keep him. Um, if when we have to, especially if Obi, if OB, like we said before many times, if OB starts to flourish and we have two guys at that position who who's doing, who's producing in that production, causing double teams, making the game easy for everybody else, then you make a decision to fulfill a position of need and keep moving from there. But as of now, Obi hasn't really shown a lot yet. Um, welcome back, Obi. He has come back this year, this week. Yeah. Welcome back. You know, man, quickly, has been setting up for some nice. Pick and roll chances. It looks like he'll be good once he starts getting settled in. But he needs a a few more minutes under his belt. But um, if he
1: starts to to play well, then... You know, Ooh, I thought, I thought it would be. A, I thought Obi and Randall together would be a disaster, only because coming into the season, neither of them were thought about as defenders. Right?
2: right? Yeah,
1: like a real disaster. But I, the couple of minutes they played together, it didn't look bad. It looked pretty good. So, just think if you have. Julius and Obi both playing with Mitchell Robinson. And because Obi could, he looks like he's got a shot. He could take a shot. I think he's going to come in with time. Yeah. So if he opens the floor, now you have quickly RJ, Julius, Obi, and Mitchell. Oh, my God, man. No, no, no. Let's let's try that first.
2: <laughs> Uh-oh, you, you see it's coming to fruition, Jay. Yeah, oh, man, the
1: first. three is coming to fruition, Jay. It's coming to uh, fruition. Coming
2: let's, to fruition. <laughs> let's
1: run that first. Before we, before we talk about anything, let's let that run first. Because if those two cats can play together like that, oh, my goodness. Three, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> I mean, let's just try it. If it's a disaster, we can talk about it. But if it works out, man will be really good.
0: I know Randall is, is is quick for his size. I know that. But man.
1: Kobe <sighs> is athletic as oh, I mean he really moves well on the court. Yeah
0: he, yeah he does. does
1: that yeah. lateral quickness he really is still, moves you know. well and, and if he and if he really you know I, I think with him remember I think he's only played like really two games. Right? I think he's only played like two games right so yeah. if you give him let him play 10 15 games and, and not get hurt. If that kid can play the way I think he could play, hey, you know what? I, I think what we're going to have is we're going to have Burke coming off the bench, you know, shooting with, with butter and them. And, and, hey, I, hey. Man. I, 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 saying, I, saying, I, you give an IQ all kind of options. God, so, so yeah, okay. so I'm not ready to give up. I'm not ready to say make any judgments yet until mm. they have had a chance to show what they can or cannot do you know, over across in of a season,
0: so. I am not that optimistic to see Julius Randle at the three.
1: <laughs> no, no, I'm saying Obi. at the
0: three. Obi at the three.
1: Obi at the three. Julius at the four or the five. Julius Obi. at the
0: four. I'm still not that optimistic, man. <laughs> Obi at the three. Because he runs well without the ball, man. He does, but he has to guard threes. I'm not talking about offense. Oh, he, he He got to he gotta guard threes. got to guard <laughs> LeBron. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Well, that, Julius that, would be that, guarding that, LeBron, right? Julius
0: would guard LeBron. Julius has a better shot, for sure.
1: Yeah, he'd have to guard LeBron. I would put, I
0: would almost put Julius at three.
1: I feel like... You have, you, have, you have Mitchell Robinson guarding Anthony Davis, Julius guarding LeBron. Who is their other guy?
2: Oh, on, uh, on, what, on Lakers? Um, yeah. I know they got what, Caldwell Pope is in the lineup. Yeah. Uh, um, Schroeder. 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 And who's the okay, other oh, Markeith Morris. Yeah, Mar-Keefe that's Markeith Morris. Yeah, yeah
1: Markeith Morris. Yeah. I don't know. I, I give Obi a shot against 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 uh, Keith. I give
0: him a shot against <sighs> Man, that lateral quickness is going to have to look a lot better for me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> give, to I give him a shot. Give a shot.
1: Let him get burned up. You're zooming him get around him like a roadrunner. I, <laughs> I, <mean>, I, mean, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, Markeith. i mean no, in me. a
2: fire. Let him get burned up. Let's see what uh, happens, Morris. Markeith Morris is more of a shooter now, though, anyway. So, especially on that Lakers team, so. Yeah. He's
1: more of a spot-up shooter, matter of fact. Yeah. So listen, I, I I'm just saying I'm not saying for sure it would be a success, but I'm saying let's give it a shot. Let's see what happens, you know. Before, because we're talking about a possibility of having them bump heads because you got both of them at the four, right? You got to play Mitchell Robinson. He's coming into his own, so so you got to do trade with Randall or you're going to trade Obi or what you're going to do. But you you got to find out if they can play together. Got to find out. It's like what happened with you know this is before your time, but 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 Ralph Sampson and Elijah were once on the same team. Mm. And yeah, they went. They did go to the finals and lose to Boston, and they were trying to play them together, and, and uh, it didn't work out. And so, you ended up uh, getting rid of Samson, but then remember now, Tim Duncan and David Robinson played very successfully together, yeah. So, so it depends, you know. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I I don't want, know. I'm thinking about win Marbury
0: win. and Steve Francis. That's what I'm... Ah. <laughs> uh,
1: that's Steve Francis past his prime, and Marbury all, you know, all <laughs> New York, true, true, true,
0: touche, touche. He was past his prime. Yeah, <laughs> so
1: that was a that was Stevie franchise that came here.
0: Nah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> man, I have to sleep on that, man. I don't know. That's That sounds like Russell's Knights.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see it. Let's, let's run it. Let's see what happens. If it's a disaster, stop it. You know, you yeah. can always stop it. You know, it's but not, if, it's, yeah. if it's not, because, you know, the Knicks did try to run Ewing and Cartwright together, and that was a disaster. But right. neither of those guys were anywhere near as mobile as these two.
0: Yeah, yeah. Randall is mobile. I'll give you that. Man Randall is mobile. Yeah. Jerry's yeah. out on top and being mobile. Yeah, we'll
1: see. We'll see. <laughs> I, I like my movies, though. Go, I, I just want to see it. We'll see what happens. Let's just yeah. try. Well, you know, yeah, listen. Development, so
0: Tom is a good coach, man. He he's done some things well for this team. So i uh, maybe he, he can make it work. I mean, so far, listen, I'm gonna read some cool stats for Todd. I'm gonna, shout out to Tom Thibodeau like uh he this set is
1: out the to biggest
0: do a... talent we acquired man that's our mvp yeah wow. man mvp of the league i know y'all was reading some stats earlier
2: what was y'all saying what were the next stats uh, top, oh, de- uh oh defensively yeah first in opponents points per game Whoop. first in the opponents oh, first yeah,
0: first year <laughs> yeah first year too <laughs> first year that's crazy that's crazy yeah, some other notable stats that I noticed this year is which, which I'm in love with is uh defensive shooting accuracy,
2: <laughs>
0: 12th percentile, top 12 percentile defensive shooting accuracy at the
2: rim. Yeah, and and I mean I don't remember like they were showing it the other day too. Like the Knicks are at least like top five in like at least five different defensive categories this season. <laughs> Number one in defending all three-pointers.
1: Number two in defending the corner three. We haven't reached that stride yet defensively. I'm telling you, they're going to get better. They're mm-hmm. going to get better. They're going to get better defensively. It's going to be amazing. I think Chicago Bulls with no joke you know. That's what we're going to be like. Watch. This year, that's crazy, and it's crazy because you, you don't really feel like we have all
0: defenders on this team. That's either. what I'm saying. Yeah. And,
1: and this cat, this cat, Thibodeau, is getting these guys to buy in. I mean, when you see Julius Randle playing defense the way he's playing. Yeah. that's to me, the biggest surprise. I just did not expect that. There was, I just said no. Exactly. I thought they definitely would have to trade him because he's not going to play any defense, and Thibodeau's going to demand it. No. The boy has been playing his butt off on defense and getting tough rebounds. How many he had today? How many rebounds he had today? 17? It's 17, I believe, right? Oh, my God. Yeah, 17. Yeah. And he played, and he was shooting like crap today. Yeah. He was easy. I couldn't hit the I sidebar. The- 21 and 17, Mr. Randall. Including mm. some serious, tough boards at the end of the game. Yes. Um, no. We, we're, we're okay. We're, we're okay, man. We're going to get yeah, better we're defensively. Okay. We're okay. We're going to get better.
0: And we're getting the shot Charles, one, won, too. You know, we're shooting most of our shots at the rim. That's
1: right.
0: And at the corner three. I think when top four corner threes
1: a- attempted. It's just about consistency, what, and that's what the, as the season goes on, they will become more consistent defensively. And if they are, I thought that if they were top ten across the board defensively, they'd be a playoff team. And we're talking now; they're they're number one in a lot of categories and number yeah. five, you know. So, uh, they're 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 gonna be all right.
0: They're gonna definitely be all right, right? All right. Yeah, now, most definitely. Now, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna push this conversation somewhere else, okay? So far, you see with Tom Thibodeau, Kenny Payne, Johnny Bryant, uh, Leon Rose, World Wide West. Shout out to World Wide West. And these guys are doing, right? They're building a culture for this team. And we're setting an example. Now, we're looking at what's happening over with the Cleveland Cavaliers. And it looks like, you know, Kevin Porter Jr., One of their rookies is having a lot of problems.
2: You know, gonna get a bro later though. Huh? He gonna get a bro later though. What you say? He gonna get a bro later though.
1: (laughs) I hear you, right? I hear you.
0: (laughs) Should I save the story of what happened for the bro? Do
2: you want me to save the story? Yeah, I think we should save the story for the broad picks. Yeah, okay, just, all right. I'm going to save yeah. the
0: setup story because I was going to have the whole setup story. But I'll <laughs> save the setup story. And I'll just say, he was having problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: there were some the- issues. There were some
0: issues with the yeah. Cavs. And now the Cavs have made him available for trade. Or they might even waive him. Mm-hmm. Now... This guy, he showed some promise. He looks like he he can be a player. Draft number 30 by the, by the Cavs. Um, mm-hmm. Would you guys take a chance on him and try to bring him to New York Knicks and
1: see what you can do with him? Uh, well, first of all, he was drafted 30, but I think everybody agrees he's a top 10 talent. I mean, talent-wise, he was top 10. He was drafted 30 because of his possible issue. Right. Um, but talent-wise, he was top ten, and so that's the problem. And okay, I would feel more comfortable. It depends on the situation. I would feel in a, in a perfect situation if we got him in the off season and let the guys work with him preparing for next season. Mm. To get him in the middle of this season, um, I I mean I've seen players like this before. I'm not saying they're all alike, but I'm he's the he's a little bit worse. See, we were talking about Malik Beasley earlier. Right. Malik Beasley's a, bit, a little bit more under control, I think, a little bit more mature than, than Kevin Porter Jr. Kevin – and I'm not trying to be funny. I think he needs to talk to somebody and get some counsel nice. and, 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 and deal with his issues. Whatever his issues are, deal with them um, as a person. Because if you bring him into the locker room and – he see – if he feels like he's not getting enough minutes or too hard on him or anything like that, it could disrupt the whole locker room, you know. So I'm a little nervous about that unless they bring him in, make his lease short and then cut him quickly, which I don't think is worth doing. I think he's he's so talented that I want to really see what we can get out of him. Yeah. And so I'd like to get him some counseling. I like to get him get his mind right. I like to have him work the whole whole offseason with Kenny Payne and Johnny Bryant, and be around these guys. Let Thibodeau, Thibodeau's been, you know, known like from this summer, he reaches out and talks to kids. You know, he gets he gets with them. He talked to, he was already dealing with RJ, already dealing with Mitchell Robinson. He's, he's ready to deal with these kids. So that would give, I guess what I'm saying is, I want, I take a shot at him, but I want to take a shot at him where it doesn't hurt us that much and where it gives him the best opportunity to succeed. That's, that's what I'm saying. And in the middle of the season, it's not a good time. I don't think it's a mm. good time. Okay.
2: okay. Ryan, any any thoughts? Well, yeah, like, if you watch him play, he definitely is a top talent. Like, you, you can definitely tell, like, there's potential there for him to be a really good player in the league. My thing is, okay, if the Knicks are to take a chance on um Porter Jr. It's like I want, I don't want to give up a lot for him. Like I, I want to get him on the cheap. You know what I mean? Right. Like,
0: yeah. I you know, so like that. I don't
2: want, I don't, like I don't want the Knicks giving up a first round pick or anything that crazy to get Mm-mm. him to come to the team. Heck better, no. better yet, I would, I would, better yet, I would rather the Cavs wave him and then the Knicks pick yeah. him up, pick him yeah. up yeah. off oh, waivers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Yeah, like I would rather, oh, like yeah. I would rather a situation like that. But, but I mean, with the with the staff the Knicks have at the moment, like I would love to see what they can do with a guy like kevin porter jr like i really would like to see that so if it's me i'm just i'm just i would just be monitoring the situation and be like okay what would the cavaliers want for him and if they if if, are they serious about waving him and then you know go from there but i mean i mean hey like the the knicks are the knicks are in a position where they have nothing to lose it's like if there's a player out there that has good potential and you feel like you could probably groom him it's like why not take the take the shot see what happens
1: I would, I I, could, I definitely agree with Ryan. I would just have to have a, a serious conversation with yeah. him and let him know that this year is, you're not going to play a lot. We're just trying to get you developed. And so he's not expecting minutes. Um, I, would, yeah. I, would also, I would, I would also, I wouldn't, I would, if they don't pick him up off waivers, I might see, I might give him a second rounder for him if I can get him like that. Uh, and then, you know, take him because he's he's on a rookie deal and he got picked 30th. So it's not like he's making a lot of money. So we, we wouldn't have to give up much to get him, even in, in a scenario like that. So I would give up a second rounder to make sure I got him if I wanted him. But I would definitely have a conversation with his agent and say, we're going to use this season to get you right. Yeah. Not to use Fizdale's term. <laughs> we're going <use> to <laughs> use this season to get you right. And then next year, we're going to start fresh and we're going to get you ready. To start for the next season, and, and we, and you know, and then of course, give You know, we really feel you could be an all-star, blah blah blah. But we want to really use this year to get him because right. I don't want any outbursts. I don't want any problems off the court with him. I don't want him tripping. I just want I want the expectations set so that he's not expecting you know to start. Like I thought there might be a problem when they drafted a curl because in fact I was wondering what they were going to do with Kevin Porter Jr. You know because that they kind of play the same position. So I was wondering what was going to happen, but apparently, you know, he had some issues off the court and that kind of exacerbated everything. Yeah. So uh, it could be a good opportunity. I agree with Ryan. If you're gonna bring him in this year, I would do that. But I would not I would not set the expectation that you're gonna he's gonna get minutes this year. I would set the yeah. expectation that we're gonna to try to work with you this year just to build you up.
0: Yeah I like that that wrinkle in the thinking that the uh, not the expectation of minutes this year. Yeah. Just get you right because um, and I said this before uh, on a CPE show, I we have a guy in here, Mike Woodson, who's done, you know, who worked with players who's been trouble like that. We saw what he did with J.R. Smith, and he was able yep. to kind of turn that that guy around, made him, you know, six man of the year, uh, have the awesome. focus. And I feel like we have one of those guys plus more in Kenny Payne, and like I feel like we have a lot of strong, uh, kind of like you know. Like say like follow figure personalities from, from I want yeah.
1: I want to I'll be straighter than that. We got some strong black males. Yeah, he, he needs that. You know, yeah. so uh, he, we got black males that that are, that are used to dealing with players like that. That are respected. That are wise. And that if he's gonna make it anywhere, we really do have one of the best spots for him to be developed and make it. But right, because when you have players like that who were problems you
0: have he has to land somewhere where there's a culture set yes and yeah it seems like that's what's happening with the knicks from the outside looking in right i'm not sure how strong it is it looks strong from here but if you know the knicks are confident that this the culture is strong enough to handle it i would definitely um you know investigate and take a look because the guy is is a talent And like you guys said, I wouldn't give up any really give up anything of value for maybe a second rounder or something, if anything, if anything, right? But yo, talent is shoot. Talent is something that you can't have enough of. We can get him right. We have Johnny Bryan. We have these guys who get him right. Look,
1: you win in the NBA with talent, man. Yeah, you win with talent. I mean, you you could be you know disciplined as you want, but if you're going to win, you got to have some talent. So. I, yeah, but but, cause also from I, I don't know the situation, so I'm just speculating here. But from what I read, walking into the locker room, they took his locker away and gave it to one of the guys they just traded for. Right, yeah. right, right. And, and and I watched him. Uh, the I, I think it was the Nick game. He was really supporting his teammates. He was out there, you know, rooting and high-fiving people I think it was a lack of communication he's a type if he's that fragile of mind. you need to communicate with him and let him know what's going on don't let him walk into the locker room and see his locker you know
2: right that, you yeah. don't want
1: to do that so um I think it's a that's I, and I'm not blaming Cleveland I'm just thinking maybe that just tipped it over with everything else that was going on so um like you said with Woodson Bryant Payne Thibodeau they got the, I think they got the right type of crew. If he's gonna make it, this is the type of crew that's gonna help him. I just want to set the expectation. Listen, kid, we we really believe in your talent, but we want to get you right this year first. And then let's 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 either toward the end of this year or maybe going into next season, get you an off season under your belt, and then we're expecting big things from you. But and he's got the talent. I mean, yeah, he's, man. he's
0: got the talent, man. He's a
1: top 10 talent, man. He's a top 10 talent. <laughs>
0: he's he's dirty. <laughs> he's, a, he's a lot of the talent. He's he's got the talent, man. He can shot create a little bit. Yep. He's athletic. He bang it yep. on people. He, yep. something it's something there. Yep. It's definitely yep.
1: something. And there. I think he'll buy in, like you said, because Jr. had the same reputation. JR had the same reputation. And and Woodson made him a six man a year. You know, I mean, he came in and, and bought into the program. Man. So I think I think you give Woodson a shot at him, and you and you let these guys, you know, Word. love. Him.
0: You, you live with Woodson now, man. You go. You, <laughs> that's your guy. You shadow, you shadow Woodson. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Alright. Now it is time for the favorite part of the show. Oh. The Oopics. The Oopics for people who don't know are the best plays of the week of Knicks basketball. Knicks basketball only. And we are going to talk about them. So. Who wants to go first, man?
2: I'll go first.
0: Oh, he's just just, (laughs) or else I don't take it. Come for you.
2: (laughs) (laughs) My first ooh is gonna go to Alfred Payton. Ah,
0: I knew you was gonna take it.
2: (laughs) 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 Boom. Against against the Orlando Magic. (laughs) (laughs) Boo! So (laughs) So there was a play where Alfred Payton was at the wing. First defender, he goes behind the back. Ooh. Second defender, he crosses him over. Yikes. He gets in the lane. Rises up. Bang! Boom shakalaka! Oh, Yeah, that was it. That was yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody had that one. Pretty much. And then my second Oop pick is Knicks versus Celtics. The rookie duo, Quickly and Toppin. Yeah, so, you talk-
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whatever, go ahead. Uh, <laughs> so quickly had the ball near the half court line. Mm-hmm. Ran towards the wing. Toppin went to set a pick right quick.
0: Yeah. Set sure the yeah. pick,
2: rolled to the basket. Yep. Quickly spotted the spotted Toppin rolling. Mm-hmm. Pocket pass between two of the Celtics defenders yep. to, to, to Toppin. Toppin rolls up in the lane. Tomahawk, bang. Ah. Yeah, that, that that was bad. That was bad. That was bad. That was bad.
0: That was bad. He was like, I'll go first. (laughs) <laughs> like he, he that, like that family member on Thanksgiving yeah. cutting the line.
2: And, <laughs> <laughs> food. I'll go first. Nobody, 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 else, piece of nobody else. Nobody else <laughs> was eager. I gave, I gave, I gave, I gave at least a five second window for somebody to go first. I was like, yeah. nobody I, took I, that five I, second I, window. He, so he I was like, did. all right, I'm gonna go. I let, I
1: let him go first.
2: Did, him. All right, go
0: ahead, Roy, because he took both minds <laughs> right, So, so
1: ooh, it's Friday against Cleveland. Julius Randle gets the ball. At the foul line, takes his man and tomahawk dunks on two Cleveland Cavaliers. That's ooh. Ooh.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That was that was ooh. That
1: was ooh. That's a, ooh. ooh. A tomahawk dunk on two people. Yeah, yeah. Yep. You know, y'all remember that? Yeah. He, took, he, took, he, he, he smashed it on both of them. He body. You got. He got bodies. You got
2: bodies. On you. <laughs> <laughs> he got bodies.
1: So I give that the second. I got one more. Okay. Wait, did you take the Alpha Payton dunk?
0: Yeah, yeah, of course he did. Well, I'm gonna just hit the button anyway, because
1: <laughs> it just deserved it. <laughs> it just did. did.
0: All right. You know what? Um, I impromptu. <laughs> it's symbolic. All right. My pick, who I I just I just picked out, this guy, um, <laughs> is going to go to my 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 guy money making Mitch Mitchell Robinson. Absolutely, you got to give Mitchell. It. Yeah, yeah, man, that Celtics game was a warrior. He was rebounding on one leg, whatever, and and and, and playing defense still. But my ooh that I want to point out um, is against Marcus Smart who had a, uh, he had a dumb moment that day. Like, <laughs> and, and I like it all against Marcus Smart cause, just because he was annoying. He was getting yeah. the IQ yeah. all day. I feel like he was chirping, you know? So it was gratifying for me to see Marcus Smart on the bottom baseline of court, try to do a spin move. <laughs> and then try to like kind of fade with the left hand. But no, Mitchell Robinson's long arm along was there. <laughs> Smack the ball out of his hands, Bring and it. Marcus Smart crashes to the court that's in right. embarrassment. That's,
1: <laughs> right. That's, right.
0: that's right. And the Knicks won.
1: And the Knicks won. <laughs> that's right.
0: Yeah.
2: yeah, that's my one.
0: That's it. Since Ryan, Ryan wants to take all the good stuff, that's fine.
2: <laughs> don't I, worry. For the bro picks, I'm going last. All right. I'm for the bro picks. I'm going last. So y'all have the opportunity to take my bro <laughs> picks. All right. You Thank you, Brian. <laughs>
0: all right. Now it's time for the other part of the show. Bro. Bro picks. Bro picks are worst plays of the week. They don't even have to be basketball related. They can just be life. Oh.
1: it can oh. be anything. Yeah. I, okay. Cheat code. I didn't know that. I'll remember that for next time. Code,
0: right. So, whatever happened, you saw in the life that you didn't like. Talk
1: about it. Call it stupid. Okay. Yeah, can
2: point it
1: out. All right. All right. All right. All right. Is Let's, it my turn? Yeah. Oh, I got two broad picks. Let's there. go. I definitely. One of them is politics. And it, okay. So, last four years, the country has been divided. I think everybody agrees with that. The country has been divided. Right. Facts. So. One of the Republican senators, two of them actually stand up in the Senate and say, we shouldn't try to impeach President Trump because it might divide the country. Bruh. I said, what? <laughs> <laughs> it might divide it the might? country. It might. It might. Wow. It might. It might. That's like saying, you know, you 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 smoke 10 packs of cigarettes a day and you're shriveling up. You might have. This,
0: this, this country is long division, dog. We've been divided already for the whole four right. years. So, they, so they should
1: divide, divide the country. I was like, what? Wow.
2: <laughs> I mean, wow. all
1: these seasons. So that was one. My other one is basketball related. Okay. So James Harden comes out and is one of his final games as a Houston Rocker, looking like the Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, yeah. This is awesome Also, league. he shows up against Orlando Magic, and he's 20 pounds lighter. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you know, and then and then um, John Wall was asked about. It, he said, "I think he probably didn't want to be here." <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. Okay, talk about forcing your way out. Did he have on a fat suit for real? He must have, because he he was so slim against Orlando. Yeah, or it's crazy. Exactly yeah. I don't know. He looked. He uh, looked pretty.
2: He had to have a fat suit on. He looked. He on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yo, how he lost that much weight that quick? I was like, yo, and then the next game
0: (laughs) calls up Ice Cube and gets a (laughs) triple-double. Oh, Oh my God. That's crazy. All right. All
2: right, Ryan. Oh, yeah, okay, okay,
0: okay.
1: Austin Rivers. Bruh. Oh, Rivers. Rivers turned into a pawn. I'm telling you guys, man. <laughs> came out against Utah gets 23 points. We have not heard from him since. I, I've been, I've been saying butter. Everybody said, "Who's butter?" It's Rivers. Rivers is butter. Rivers, is butter. yeah. R- 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 Rivers came out the gate butter because he was smooth. He was slashing that jump shot. Ain't heard from him since. So, bruh, yeah, bruh, yeah.
0: Ain't heard from him since. Did he score today? Did he? I don't think so. I'm, oh, I, I, he
1: Get two, two, two points today.
0: Yeah, I don't think he scored more than six points in the last few games. He had yeah, he's been cold.
1: Charlotte, and then it was
0: 8-2-0-2. Yeah, 8-2-0-2. Yeah. Yikes. I mean, I'm glad that we didn't spend a lot of money on <laughs>
1: Exactly. Well, I think he's a playoff piece, so that's I'm, not, you know, but still, come on. Yeah, man, you got to get
0: it together. It's crazy Give because shout, shout out to shout out to my guy Rob. He wrote a play. He wrote a piece on Austin Rivers. I was like, Yo, what do we? What should we write on? I was like, Yo, there hasn't been nothing on Austin Rivers. And that's that's like during the height of the whole yeah. thing. He finished writing the piece, and I'm telling him, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna wait till so he has a bounce back game and I'll
1: post it. <laughs> <laughs> Bro. Yeah, cause homie has not been around Yeah, that piece is still on ice on the <laughs> <contosha>. Yeah
0: <laughs> Yeah She's dead hey, in the water Sorry, right,
2: Rob Wouldn't let us be great <laughs> Go ahead, Ryan all right, so I got a number of bras, so you're going to have to bear with me for a second. Oh, <laughs> okay. Get you, all right, get your beers. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yeah, get your beers, your liquors, whatever it is that you drink. Yeah.
0: First bra pick, this,
2: oh like God, bruh, <laughs> <laughs> this is like a double bro. though. Hold on. This like a double bro, right now. Knicks versus the Hornets. Yeah, double bro. Both teams, Knicks versus Hornets. So there was a play where alfred payton had the ball he saw barrett cut into the rim threw it up for the mm-hmm. alley hoop the ball bounces off the rim so that's the first bird right there because payton didn't complete the pass for the alley hoop. oh yeah. that
0: was the one yeah, that i, I forgot the yeah i remember that. yes
2: <laughs> that yes. was the <laughs> one. so so now terry Rozier, terry Rozier gets the ball off of the <laughs> rebound my guy goes down, takes the three gotcha. air ball, air ball, <laughs> bruh. Bruh. double bro right there,
1: double bro. I remember that exactly.
2: <laughs> <laughs> My next bro pick. This, actually, this guy made this guy made double appearance today. Andre Drummond. Oh, boy. First one, Cavaliers versus the Grizzlies. There was a play where my guy had the ball near the top of the key against Valatunis. Mm-hmm. He was scouting the floor and everything like, you know, like a point guard trying to see what's going on around him, you know? So he's like, okay, you know, I'm going to take Valachunas one-on-one. So my guy did some fancy dribble moves. He carried two. He did like some some dribble move like this. He carried. Mm. And then he proceeded to, to try to lay it up towards the basket. The ball misses the basket completely, and it was a turnover. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh.
0: So that's 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 what we call an earball
2: Yeah. <laughs> Ufo from the layup line. Exactly. And then again, Andre Drummond against the Knicks. Again? At the at the free throw line. I think he made his first free throw. And then he took his second free throw. No rim. All backboard. That's to the right. side.
1: That's right.
2: Bruh. He gave us
0: he gave us problems that game, yo. He was, dream- yeah, he was a point was guard problems. that game now that I think about it.
1: Yeah. Actually, Magic Johnson that game.
2: Yes. My next bruh, Cantavius Caldwell Pope from the Lakers. Uh-huh. This was the game against the Pelicans early in the week. So there was a play where Shorter was bringing the ball up the court and then he passed it to Caldwell Pope. The Pelicans trap him at the wing and Caldwell Pope was trying to escape. Mm-hmm. So my guy couldn't find no way out. But he saw Schroeder standing there, you know, by himself because it was Schroeder's man that came to trap him. So he tried to do a back, so he tried to do a behind the back bounce pass to get out of the double team, and it ends up being a turnover. Oh my. Yes. And my next bro pick, Knicks versus Magic today. There was a sequence. Where the Knicks could not buy a basket because Randall and Pater was under the basket. Rebound after rebound, putting it back up, brick, <laughs> brick, brick. And then and then and then finally Mitch gets the rebound now. Yes. Goes up, misses the dunk. Bruh. Basket case. And the Knicks end up getting no point, And Knicks end up getting <laughs> no points in that possession. It was Knicks, like Knicks had like five shots. Yeah, like Knicks had like nine shots. Oh my no gosh. basket. Yeah. <laughs> bruh and then my last bruh kevin porter jr because my guy was upset because they gave his locker away to Torian and prince i mean i'd be upset too because i'd be like who the hell is Torian prince why are you giving him my locker yeah and my guy decided to throw a temper tantrum and throw food he had a J.R. smith moment yeah and threw food know <laughs> soup for you was it soup <laughs> Cause soup. Oh, I, 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 I thought it
1: was a sandwich. Yeah. It was a sandwich? I, I thought it was a sandwich he threw. Oh, okay. I, thought I, thought he it hit, soup. I thought he hit somebody with a sandwich <laughs> yeah. like a tra- He hit like a trainer or assistant or something. Yeah,
2: yeah. So I mean, you know, like you know, you could be mad about it, but you ain't have to throw no temper tantrum throwing food. Like, come on, my guy, come Bro. on. Yeah, yeah. I saw that coming. And that's yeah, that's all the bras.
0: All right. Ryan. That's why Ryan is man from the Fifth Floor.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why.
0: Because he always comes through with mad bros. Word. <laughs> All right. Guys, that's our show. Thanks always for watching.
1: Fun. Yeah, always, man. Good always. to have you, Raw. Always fun, man. Dang. Yeah, I always have. Always end up laughing when
0: I'm with you That's not. That's good. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> always have fun. Always with the insight, man. Yeah, you know where to find us, man. Um, listen. First of all, you'll know, follow Raw, of course. You know, go to Raw Hebrew Remnants on his YouTube channel. He's always gonna drop some knowledge over there. So definitely follow him. I'm gonna let you plug it again later, of course. Follow us too on the Nick of Time Show. On. Um, Word, YouTube.com slash Time Show. Yes, follow us there. Also mm-hmm. follow us on all social media. That is The K2 Show on Twitter, The Naked Time Show on Instagram, and also on Facebook as well. All right? Also follow us on the blog. That is TheNakedTimeShow.com. Shout out to the writer. Shout out to Ryan for starting and from the game up when you was the only writer on the squad. It was just you. <laughs> Word. <Dude.
2: laughs> and now it's growing into a whole thing right now. Now it's
0: going to a whole thing. Now it's a team. Now we got a
2: team. Now. Exactly. We almost
0: had 5k yes, sir. 5k views in a month. Almost. Yo, Yo. Advertisers hit us up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> some pay, 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 these, pay these, Jones. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So definitely check out the blogs and nice writings of the writers and Nick Time show. All right. And also check out the merch too. I'm actually rocking some. So, all right go ahead yeah. hey, 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 hey. all right KOT yeah. merch KOT mm-hmm. merch you got the knox merch you got whose man's is this merch <laughs> yes 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 shout out to those who just caught the whose man's is this merch shout out to that and um yeah that's it nothing else and JLS draws things on instagram because you know i jlis draws things because i i draw things that's what i do all right all right cool so raw hebrew remnant what you got to say
1: well, catch me on Raw Hebrew Remnant, pretty pretty easy on YouTube, and then there's Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter, which is R W R W H B R W R M A N T Raw Hebrew Remnant on Twitter.
2: Mm-hmm. And Ryan, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Sergius Chilling. is Chilling. That's S-I-R-G is C-H-I-L-L-I-N. You can find me on Twitter at Sir underscore G is best. All
0: right. That is it. Yes, sir. Great show, guys.
2: We out of here. Right. Peace.
1: City of sitting in dreams. M-M-M-M-M-M-Y-C.